This broadcast of the PJC Media Network seeks to present wholesome, thought-provoking, and entertaining content. However, the views expressed by the hosts of PJC Media are theirs and theirs alone. They do not reflect the views of this network or its affiliates. Please utilize listener discretion. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Let's Talk About It with Jenny White Show. Each week, we feature different topics concerning issues that sometimes can be difficult to talk about. These issues concern children and adults who may be autistic, have Asperger's, or have mental disorders of any kind. We will discuss law enforcement and how they interact with these persons. Now, let's start the show. Well, thank you for joining the Let's Talk About It with Jenny White tonight. Tonight we will be discussing abortion, should it be legal or not, and the medical definition of a pregnancy after a calm, a companion, by resulting in or closely followed by the death of the embryo or fetus. Spontaneous expulsion of a human fetus during the first 12 weeks of gestation, the rest of a disease in its earlier stage. The termination of a pregnancy after, accompanied by or closely followed by the death of the embryo or fetus. The medical procedure of inducing expulsion of a human fetus to terminate Pregnancy. Now, these are all explanations for abortions. The expulsion of a fetus from the uterus before it has reached the stage of viability in human beings, usually about the 20th week of gestation, an abortion may occur spontaneously, in which case it is also called a miscarriage or it may be brought on purposely, in which case it is often called an induced abortion. And right now I'm going to introduce you to my co-host, Mr. Coleman. Mr. Coleman, how you doing? Good afternoon, Jenny White. How are you? I'm fine, and I'm glad to hear you. And tonight you will be discussing what? Well, tonight we'll be talking about the uh, leak draft opinion by uh, Supreme Court Justice Samuel Alito uh, regarding uh, sh- shooting down the Roe vs. Wade abortion uh, decision that was um, handed down in 1973. So uh, Roe vs. Wade was a landmark decision. Um, that was the Supreme Court ruled on on January 22nd, 1973. And in this landmark decision, the Constitution of the United States protects pregnant women's liberty to choose to have an abortion without excessive government restrictions. So that's been the law of the land for the past 49 years. But um, as we know, the Supreme Court um, has uh, six conservative justices on there and three liberal justices. Um, uh, 
Donald Trump, uh, the one term twice impeached. <laughs> uh, oh, president. yes. Oh, yes. Uh, put three justices on the court um, that were um, extreme right in their opinions. And um, so this document leaked, uh, and it's uh, unprecedented that it, it, it leaked as, um, as an early uh, opinion. Um, because the Supreme Court operates on a, on a different level, and, 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 you know, normally they don't have leaks or anything of that nature. So um, in so doing, the leak draft decision would be unprecedented and would take away the fundamental rights of millions of people. Uh, it would be devastating. And, it would, um, and what happened was there, uh, Mississippi um, took the – legislation to court that uh, of the case that they have in Mississippi that they wanted the courts to rule on. And so that's pretty much what everything is being based off of. And with that being said, uh, if the justices do decide to uh, vote to dismantle Roe versus Wade, then there will be trigger laws that will go into effect in a number of states, at least 13, where they have illegal abortion um, legislation on the books currently. So that means that uh, anyone that wants to have an abortion in those particular states would have to travel across state lines to do it. And uh, what it's going to do is it will create a whole... Um, class of uh, um, low-income people. It will it'll, it'll create a whole class of poverty in itself. Uh, and I think that, um, you know, there and with this bill being struck down, there will be no exceptions uh, for abortion, for rape or incest. And so it's just, um, based on the facts and based on, you know, what we're dealing with, uh, really, you know, unconstitutional. And, it, you know, it's, they're saying that this generation of, uh, of uh, kids will have less rights than their parents, you know, based on these things. And there are a number of people that are afraid if uh, this, legislation, if Roe vs. Wade is uh, allowed to be voted down, then what's next? You know, a same-sex marriage is next. You know, the ability to marry um, interracially. Uh, you know, it's like, what's on the table? Everything, Everything's on the table after that, you know. Um, but in uh, Justice's, Justice Sam Alito's opinion, it was, he was stating that nothing else is being considered. So it's just abortion being on the table. Nothing else is being considered. I mean, you know, uh, but that's that's a lie, you know, and, and, and most of the justices that appear to support 
the uh, voting down Rose first Wade, uh, when you look back on old videotapes of their confirmations, all of them stated that uh, they felt that Roe vs. Wade was the law of the land and that it should stand. Uh, so, you know, all of them lied, you know, all of them, you know, because they were all asked that question. So um, I don't think that people really understand the impact that this has on uh, the future of women in America. Uh, I think that this takes us back uh, past 50 years. Um, and, and part of, you know, Supreme Court Alito's uh, leaked opinion, you know, he was giving examples of uh, from English um, parliamentary uh, I forgot what exactly what the position of the person was from England uh, that gave his opinion, adverse opinion on abortion uh, in a negative connotation. But he went back to like 1614 or something like that uh, to take this man's opinion and put it in his uh, opinion. Uh, but that man also felt that, uh, you know, believed in, in witches and it felt that witches needed to be, you know, needed to be killed as well. So, you know, that's one of the examples that he, this this is the man whose example of abortion, whose abortion opinion he used to put in his leaked opinion. Um and it just goes to see, you know, how extreme that person was, you know. So, it, and you know what? It, that I had a, uh, to, I wanted to ask you, do you think it was truly leaked? Well, it was leaked because uh, the opinion has it hasn't come out, you know, isn't anticipated to come out for the next couple months. So it, it's been leaked. I mean, and and Judge uh, Roberts has confirmed that it's legitimate and that it has been leaked and the Supreme Court is, you know, at this point it's called for an investigation of who leaked it. Um, but, you know, they've been talking about it. It's kind of like a joke because they don't know, they don't have the ability to investigate it themselves. You know, they've never had to do that. And so it's kind of like, okay, you know, where do you start? How do you go about it? Uh, but a lot of people said that initially they thought that it was a liberal, you know, one of the three liberal uh, justices whose one of their clerks may have leaked it. But then there are other uh, conspiracies or other thoughts that maybe uh, it was leaked by one of the clerks from the uh, – the uh, conservative justices, and it may have been leaked to kind of put them in a position so that they weren't, they would not change their opinion um, because of all the pressure that that's going to come from it. 
Um, so, you know, it's kind of like, okay, you know, six in one hand, half a dozen in the other. Nobody really knows who's leaked it and uh, the GOP, well, that's you know, what in the I sense. Was, I was wondering, are they, whoever leaked it, are they doing that because they want people to vote for them? Because there are a lot of people that don't like the abortion law, but do you think that it was purposely leaked in order for someone someone to come up and say, yes, it's bad, and they get all of the the uh, votes from the people that okay it? Do you think that's well, something? Okay. I think that, uh, you know, it was intentionally leaked, and, and the reason why um, – only they know, and maybe at some point it'll be disclosed, you know, if they ever come up with who did it. Um, but they said that, you know, this isn't the first time that they've had leaks you know, right. in the Supreme Court. It's just uh, the Wall Street Journal probably, I guess, maybe a few weeks ago, maybe a month, had uh, editorial opinion written by um, someone that was – kind of like they had inside information, you know, the way that it was written. It was kind of like, okay, uh, Justice, you know, Roberts, uh, you know, needs to stop trying to get other people to flip to his side um, and uphold Roe versus Wade. And, you know, because if he doesn't and the conservative majority you know, decides to strike down Roe versus Wade, then Justice Alito should be given, you know, be selected to write the opinion. So they pretty much wrote everything that happened. You know, they pretty much, you know, uh, wrote everything that happened. And it was like, okay, well, it sounds like, you know, either they're, the disinformation was leaked to them, they've got an insider inside the Supreme Court, or they just got a lucky guess, you know. And then uh, it was also highlighted uh, on the news as well. There was another um, editorial uh, on another particular uh, legislation where it was similar, um, similar verbiage as far as uh, what was going on behind the scenes and, you know, what would happen and, you know, if this happened and that happened. And it just happened to play out that way. So, you know, it's kind of like, you know, okay, y'all two for two. Y'all, you know, either y'all guess right two times or you've got, you know, you've got a mole inside the Supreme Court and someone's leaking this information to you and, you know, which is, I'm sure, the case. Um, So, um, you know, with this being said, if we have any uh, any callers out there that would like to um, add to this conversation to uh, voice your position on whether you feel abortion should be legal in your state or the states should have the right to decide. Uh, in Texas, they have it uh, where if, um, you get an abortion after six weeks, it's illegal. 
Um, and most people, you know, most women say, you know, it, you know, a lot of them don't even know they're pregnant at six weeks. And so, um, you know, that's a problem. Uh, and uh, I saw today that the GOP in Louisiana, the state, Louisiana state GOP is pushing a bill to make abortion homicide. So, oh, yeah, you know, I saw that. Yeah, if someone was to have an abortion, you know, whether it's the doctor or the the, the actual woman, um, they could be held up in court for a homicide for having an abortion. So, you know, it's uh, a lot of extreme measures that are being taken right now. I also saw that there uh, is a data tracking company that uh, – is willing to sell your data on your phone to, you know, in the event that, uh, you know, to see whether or not you've had an abortion or if you were at an abortion clinic, you know. What? Tracking. Oh, man. It's a, yeah, it's a data tracking company that, you know, can track that information on your phone, you know, where you've been, how long you were there. And so, you know. So then we're that's running into something uh different because that's private. And yeah, well they're trying uh, to figure out what everybody is doing. Is that is that what they're doing? That well, I mean, makes no sense to me. They know where you at right now. Well, I don't so doubt I mean, that. Yeah, so that's exactly what I'm saying. I mean, you know, we have um, signals on our phones that ping off of different cellular towers. So, you know, that's how they track a lot of missing persons, you know, whether or not their phone uh, was pinging off uh, different places so that they can kind of narrow down the area in which they were, um, you know, last seen or last known to have had a phone conversation. So um, same information. So if I mean, that happens, the, we're like, um, uh, what would, uh, what is the word that everybody is being watched or, you know, being listened to, and we won't have any freedom and that's not going to be good because well, we got countries that are doing that now and people can't do A, they can't do B and C, but they've gotten used to it. These people, we're in America, and they're trying to keep us down so that they can tell us what to do, when to t- do it, and where we can go. That's a whole new ball game. I think it's an old ball game. I just think that, you know, it's just uh, coming to a point where everything is being executed. You know, it's it's been a game plan for a long time, and I think, you know, uh, you know, um, white people are afraid that in a few years they are no longer going to be the majority. And so, you know, <laughs> you know, they want everybody, you know, if you get pregnant, keep the baby, you know, keep the baby or it's going to be against the law. So, you know, they're desperate and they're doing everything to maintain 
their majority. You know, I think they feel that um, if they become a minority, that, you know, black and brown people will do to them what they've done to us over the years. And so, um, uh-huh. so they're, you know, they're afraid. And so at this point they are instituting uh, every trick in the book. And, you know, the bad part about it, it seems like they're, they're, they're winning. It seems like they're being successful. You know, they, you know, it seems like, you know, they're beating the Democrats, uh, you know, at least with controlling, like they say, the libs, you know, they're, they're controlling the conversations and making the moves and they're getting away with the I mean, voting. You know, Donald Trump. Yeah, I mean, you know, they, they're gerrymandering the voting districts. So that they oh, can, yeah. You know, I mean, it's like, you know, can't lose. Uh, you know, they've got so many states that have instituted new voting rights and regulations. Right. And, you know, and so, you know, they're putting all this together for the uh, next midterm in 2022. Well, this year in November and then the next presidential election in 24. Right. So they're positioning themselves win even if they lose um that's just like uh donald trump won with the electoral college but you know hillary clinton got more votes than he did you know and that's just like uh w uh the george bush you know um won with the electoral college but received less votes than al gore um and so uh, the electoral college is not our friend, uh, and that's a that's a whole. But I thought topic. they were going to get rid of it. Well, they haven't. So you know that's the law of the land at this point. Now, I mean, I don't know what they're going to do with it, but um, as of right now, uh, that's how we elect our that's how we elect our president. Yeah. So if anyone would like to, um, you know, join in this conversation, feel free to push the one, and you too can voice your opinion on the Supreme Court document uh, and uh, make your comment about Roe versus Wade. Do you think that old white men and women should be able to make rules governing uh, other people's, you know, bodies and reproductive systems? Um is that okay? You know, or do you <laughs> think uh, people should have, you know, just like they want to have freedom of speech? You know, um, I saw a sign, you know, there's a lot of people out protesting now. Uh, I saw a sign that says um, the Supreme Court, well, no, it says that um, they, they're pro-life uh, until the baby's born. Um, and I'll, I'll have to see if I can find that that meme it was um very uh accurate in regards to you know you say you're pro-life but you're only pro-life until the baby's born and then once they're born you know you really don't care <laughs> you know if they get sick or if they you know they eat or the education 
You know, it's kind of right. like hands off. So it's uh, it's real hypo- hypocritical. So. Okay. Well, I'm going to take a break, and we'll come back and ask the question. What do you think about abortion? Should it be legal or not? What do you think? We'll be back to the Let's Talk About It Jenny White Show. My name is Sheila White. I am the president and co-founder of Her Cries, Her Heard an organization that focuses on preventing violence against females. One in three women have been victims of physical abuse or violence by an intimate partner or non-partner within their lifetime. 94% of women killed by men were murdered by someone they knew. Violence can affect a woman's physical and mental health and also negatively affect her children. In 1991, my sister was murdered by her husband. And in 2013, my niece was murdered by a man who followed her home from a party. Being a victim of violence is devastating to the victim and the victim's family. Help us to help you. Help us to prevent this from happening to you or someone you love. Please look at our website, www.hercriesareheard.org, for the prevention tools and referrals to help save lives. Is your food bland and you want to spice it up? Does it taste like something is missing? What's missing is my seasoning, Butch's Bodacious seasoning, all-purpose seasoning, good on absolutely everything but ice cream. I'm Linda Porter. President and CEO of Butch's Bodacious Seasoning. To get the spice back in your life, call me at 313-393-2738. You won't regret it. Thank you. We'll be back to the Let's Talk About It. Jenny White reader looking for more compelling Christian fiction? Maybe something a little more edgy or a bit more real? Are you tired of most Christian fiction shying away from the truth and settling for a rose-tinted view of the world and its issues? Or are you an author who has a compelling story to tell but you're afraid it doesn't jive with today's brand of Christian or secular fiction? Are you tired of Christian publishers telling you that your content is too edgy? Or maybe you've tried submitting your content under the radar to secular publishers only to be told your themes are a bit too religious. We invite you to take a look at the Crossover Alliance. We are an online publishing company that specializes in edgy Christian speculative fiction. Speculative fiction with Christian themes and real world content. Our company is formed from authors and readers just like you who are breaking into the mainstream and Christian markets with this compelling genre. Head over to the www.thecrossoveralliance.com for all the details on who we are, what we do, and what we accept. Right now, if you sign up for our email newsletter, you'll receive a free digital copy of our first short story anthology. Check us out today and help us spread the word about the Crossover Alliance, where light shines brighter in the darkness. 
As an author, you understand the devastation of someone plagiarizing your work, but what if someone stole your identity? Protect yourself and your family with identity theft protection. Services include credit monitoring, credit reports and scores from all three credit bureaus, social security number, emails, credit cards, bank account monitoring, and social media monitoring from Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. For more information, call 248-525-7680. Okay, and this is the Let's Talk About It with Jenny White show. And tonight we're talking about abortion. Is it or should it be legal or not? And right now we have a person who would like to have a comment. Yes, may I have your name and where are you calling from? Ma'am, you're on. Um, okay, how are you this evening? And I'm to our you. our wonderful co-host. Um, hello, hello, how are you? Okay, it's interesting to, um, I was thinking about it. And um, when I was, um, what did we do before we had abortion? Before Roe versus Wade? Women did their own, really. I have had a lot of my aunts and talk about, you know, when they got pregnant, what they did, they found a way to abort the child themselves, you know, if, you know, if something happened and things of that nature. Um, it's interesting. I was, list, I was listening to um, a news report when they were talking about the presidents who were for it and who were not, who were not for it. Um, for one thing, um, I thought it was interesting that um, the, the late Billy Graham, he was for women's choice. Women had a right to choose what, what, what they wanted to do, you know. Now, uh, he was for, uh, you know, a woman's rights to choose and all this. And, uh, you know, this uh, he comes from the religious group that's now supporting the move to get rid of Roe versus Wade. My understanding, when that uh, when that came about, what they really was trying to do was to, um, is a woman named Sandiford Sanders, or Sandiford, some German woman was trying to um, put a, uh, um, to stop uh, black uh, women from having children, you know, and so they, they introduced it to the black neighborhood, while this, now this group of white evangelicals who are supporting it and pushing for all of this. They didn't care what it was for. As long as it stayed out of their clean neighborhood, so to speak, it wasn't an issue. But it became an issue when their women bought into it, you know. That was the big <laughs> issue here, you know. long as it was in the uh, what they call the lesser people or the lesser God, you know, whatever, for black people, it was okay. And then they felt that it was a Catholic issue. Now, I had heard this story once before some time ago. This woman who was uh, worked with the Catholic. She worked, you know, single one. She worked with the Catholic, under Catholicism, and she was raped. And she uh, wanted to have an abortion, you know. And, the, uh, you know, according to the cops, they said, no, you, that's taking life. You can't do that. So she, she went on, you know, with it, and she had the baby, you know, all of this. 
And uh, she, you know, she made her mind, this is her baby. She was raising it like her baby or whatever, okay? Those, so then she put back to go back to work. And they said, well, you can't work here. The Catholic said that you can't work here because you're a single mother. She said, well, wait a minute. I was uh-huh. late. And you told me that I had to have this baby. Now, I'm satisfied with the baby, I, you know, but how can I take care of him? They said, well, well we can't help that, you know, uh, you're a single woman, and it would be, it would look bad, you know, to have you working here and you're a single mother. And so uh, she had to take him to court. That's my understanding. She had to take the Catholics to, to court and sue them for what they did, okay? <laughs> this is what it was. It was a big Catholic issue uh, with her. And I think this is what's happening even now. The white uh, evangelicals who are pushing this through Trump, they're trying to use it as an issue to gain more power and, and more, you know, uh, where they can uh, put a lot of controls over people, like uh, the co-host was saying, so that no matter what happens with the elections or whatever, that they can, um, they can just control it, you know, uh, be in control. They'll let everybody vote, but your vote don't mean nothing, you know. This is what is happening now. It's another form of control, uh, 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 marginalization, and um, that you don't have any rights at all. No right. You just don't have the rights that you were supposed to have. When they could do something about the abortion issue, they let it go. It wasn't. They weren't worried about their women doing like something like that. They weren't worried about it. But now it has affected them to the point where they're a smaller group, and all these people coming and having these babies and things like that. Foreign people, uh, Asian, uh, black people, things like that. Now they're yeah. afraid that they're going to lose. They're losing power. Yeah, because they're banding together to do any and everything they can, what they call control the country, even to the point where you know jailing people, making it hard for people to vote. And it was interesting to find out that um, the uh, the president that, that really was for just the you know was practicing Christianity, like it was supposedly was President Jimmy Carter. He believed that the woman had a right to you know I'm not going to you know tell her what to do with that you know she had a right to. And um, he believed in uh, black people having the right to vote, like everybody else. He, well, you know, a lot of good things that the Christian people should be standing for. What this group of evangelicals are supposed to stand for, they don't care about that. They're just looking to be more political than following what they say they're Christians and they believe this, this, thus, and so. But now, okay, suppose we do away with Roe versus Wade. Okay, suppose they're even saying that if a child gets pregnant with just her, that inconvenience, it should just have to have the baby. A young girl, girl you know, being raped or whatever, that, you know, they're just stuck with the baby. But like he was saying, you, you, they, you bring that baby here, who's going to take care of it? It's now my understanding that this uh, COVID, yeah, this COVID uh, has killed off um, a lot of these single-parent households. And we have approximately about 200,000 children who were uh, the you know, product of single parents whose parents died during COVID, and they're under 13, and they're, they're without placement. They're in, in the system. Who's going to take care of them? Didn't we have going to a million people that died? That's I heard that also, that, that from the COVID, yeah. And it hit black people highly because we're usually – more people in one house than anything else. You know, that's the way, you know, it has been, you know. And, um, but 
what they're saying it's for, it's not that. It's something else. They're using it. It's something altogether different. In order to marginalize people so they can remain in control, what's going to happen is that it's going to implode this nation, you know, because people are not going to take it. They're not going to sit down and take it, you know. If you like, if yeah. like if it's hard now, if you get a felony, what they consider a felony, then you can't vote. You can't vote. You can't vote. It keeps marginalizing, pushing people out, so you don't have a say in how your life is run now. And uh, that's what they're doing, and that's what they promised uh, the support under Donald Trump. They know that the man is a crook. They know all the problems, they, but they're one. They, he's their great white hope right now. <laughs> and he's he got the, the the court, you know, set up like he wanted it to, and and other things too. And we're losing that power, you know. Well, you know, uh, that's you all know. I wanted to say. But uh, they know about what what it is, you know. But it was interesting. Jimmy Carter wanted it, and they just let him be a one-term president. They didn't want that kind of Christianity. No. Well, you Christian, they didn't want point. You know. They didn't um, want it at all. You know, um, you know, talking about the founder, Margaret Sanger, of uh, Planned Parenthood. Yeah, that's uh, her, yeah. Which, yeah, which was established in 1916 in a poor neighborhood in, in uh, Brooklyn, New York. Um, and the thing about <clears throat> Margaret Sanger uh, was, you know, when they opened the country's first birth control clinic in Brooklyn, they say women lined up down the block to get, you know, birth control uh, information and, and advice. Um, and what happened was they said the Sanger, um, Margaret Sanger, believed in eugenics. And, uh, you know, which is an inherently racist uh, ideology, you know, that labels certain people unfit to have children. That's um, what they are. Yep, and the eugenics uh, is a theory that uh, believes society can be improved through planned breeding for desirable traits like intelligence, industriousness, you know, blue eyes, blonde hair. White blonde hair, yeah, all that. Yep, all that. And so... Um, with her belief in alignment with the uh, eugenics movement, um, you know, uh, she was she exposed herself, you know, based on her writings and, and scientific journals and birth control reviews that, you know, that's what she believed in. And so, you know, they said that she even um, in a society, you know, and, and, and with a society like ours in the United States built on the belief of white supremacy, you know, That's it. And, physical, and physical and mental fitness, um, you know, people are always judged based on their race. And it says that in 1926, she spoke at a women's auxiliary of the Ku Klux Klan at a rally in New Jersey to promote birth control methods. Um, and she also endorsed in 1927 uh, the Buck versus Bell decision in which the Supreme Court ruled that states could forcibly sterilize people deemed unfit without their consent and sometimes without their knowledge. Um, and as a result of that, um, you know, there were uh, black women. Um, well, they said that also you know, when we're talking about abortion and the result, 
of these choices and, and reproductive rights movement um, and racial injustice in the healthcare system um, in the mid 1800s, repeatedly and forcibly, you know, uh, black women, you know, these invasive experiments were performed on black women without anesthesia, you know. And in 1939, uh, Sanger began what was called the Negro Project, and the people that were uh, the black people, the black leaders that were involved in that project were W.E.B. Du Bois, Mary McLeod Bethune, and Reverend Adam Clayton Powell. And the yeah. mission of that project, the Negro Project, was to put black doctors and nurses in charge of birth control clinics to reduce the mistrust of a racist healthcare system. But, um, you know, it says that she lost control of that project and black women were sent to white doctors for birth control and follow-up appointments, you know, which deepened the racist and paternalistic problems of, you know, the healthcare, especially in the South and continuing to this day, you know, black women's experiences and pain are too often dismissed or ignored by doctors and other healthcare professionals, um, you know, alongside historical, you know, historically being dehumanized, you know, it um, contributes to staggering and, and avoidable disparities in our health outcomes. Um, so, you know, this abortion debate runs deep. And it, it is really, what they're trying to say, it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, my it's my know. understanding also, yeah, that um, um, more black women are dying at childbirth in the 21st century. Hmm. They're dying, and it's a big That's thing, cool. you know. Black women are dying at childbirth, and not enough this is my people are talking I was about reading it. that also. For some reason, they are dying at childbirth. Well. You heard where uh, a lot of the, now this is not uh, abortion, but a lot of people that have gotten the COVID-19 and gone to the hospital, they have been sent home, people of color, I should say. They have said, no, you don't have that, and, you know, they're not letting them stay. And one particular man went to three different hospitals, and they told him the same thing. Yeah. And he had to go back home and die because they wouldn't do anything for him. And that's the way it goes because if you are black, then you have to get back. And that is nothing... True. Nothing has changed, and this is 2022, and how can you turn a person away who's dying from something, and you tell them, no, you have pneumonia or whatever? People of color just, you know... Get the uh, last in. Yeah. 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 I'm going to tell you what I feel like, too. It puts a lot of responsibility 
on you with your own body. It puts an awful lot, of, especially on the woman, the black woman. Um, you know, not to say it, you know, but it puts a. There are other things that you can do to keep from getting pregnant. And I'm not gonna say it's it's all good, you know, but if that's the way you want to live, you know, then you have a responsibility to take care of your own body. So you won't have to come in contact with the health system like like that, you know. But this is the big. No one wants to be responsible in any way. Anyway, how can we? within our race, by being responsible for your own body and for your children, too, you know. There's over 200,000 children in the system, under 13. The single parent is gone, is dead. They had it in the paper. There was this one household where um, the, their mother died from COVID. Now, they had an older sister who was able you know, about 18 or 19 to help them. and uh, and uh, But uh, look at all the kids that's in the system. Yeah. Then they farm them out to different households and things of that nature. The uh, the um, children's um, uh, uh, protective services not able to watch over all those children. So what's happening to those children in the system? Or, or do they just put them in an orphanage, you know? What's happening to them? We have to be more responsible. What can we do to be and being responsible to those children to help them through? You know, a lot of times and, uh, though, puts, people are they are being raped, and then that's true. children come, and that they're saying can that if you if you rape, hey, yeah, that's an inconvenience, but you have to have that baby, no matter how young you are, whatever it is, you have to have that baby. It's just an inconvenience. But then who's going to take care of you as a young child being raped and all that? And who's going to take care of you? And then who's going to take care of this baby? And that's people do not like to sit home you. anymore taking care of any yes, children. Everybody is. wants to be out there. The emphasis well, on you being as young as you can, no matter how old you are, you know, not sitting home yeah, with somebody well, else's baby. Yeah, well, that, you know, that's going to increase child abuse. I mean, you know, you rape. That is true. And, and forced to carry a baby. You know that you can't stand, and you know it's uh, it's you know, not your so, fault. Yeah, but you can't so, you can't uh, help the baby if you have a ten dollar job. That's true. And now you have to feed that child and yourself, and if you that had another one, you know somebody's going to be hungry. That is true. You know, it's just a situation. They were saying that even with this virtual learning, when you had to really go into the homes and, and, and the teachers had to look into the homes and teach the children, they found out a lot about these homes. A lot of kids just trying to work with computers. The parent don't know how. The parent's not there. She's out trying to work to keep body and soul together, and the child doesn't understand. There's no one to help with the homework, no matter. You know, they say we have lost about a good two or three years of education. For our children. Well, for sure, we've we've lost. Uh, we've lost yeah. I know. They don't know how, you know. And then the teacher tries to, you know, and, uh, you know, they just, in order to get the money, they'll just pass you on, you know, because you've got to have this count and things of that nature. Uh, yeah, with you the, know, in order to get, keep the money going. With the COVID-19, we lost, our children have lost two years of education. That is and true. And they are yeah. not they are not going to go back 
and try to bring them up. They're going to graduate those kids out, not knowing A from B. That is true, yeah. And that's and the then how can they hold the job me. down? You know. Yes. Yeah. And I hate that. I I really I really don't yeah. like that part of it. But I mean, so then how what can, do you do? Oh, it, it, it's just a, a it's, it's just a, a, a effect that keeps affecting every single thing. And like yes. there's said, 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 the gross national product for um, for black people in the future will be zero. We're not, well, you know, we're not, not being. Well, I surely it, hope it, it is interesting. not. It'll it's be zero. Bad. It's we just especially this artificial intelligence. Robotics and everything, you know, the job that you could come out of school and, and grab a job in the factory, but that's gone. More and more, you know, it's gone. Yeah, because yeah, because a lot of people don't want to go to work. They don't want to go to work, and then artificial intelligence makes sure that they eliminate those jobs when the machine can do it. That's right. They ain't got to deal with all of the the health care, the benefits, right. and things like that. Right. It is, it's something that you have to we have to consider. How can we help our own? And uh, that's all I had to say, Miss um, um, Jenny White, and uh, our oh, wonderful co-host. I thank you for your adding. <laughs> yeah. How can your we opinion. still help each other out? How can we help within the black community? Now Thanks that's so much. a good well, question. Well, thank how you can for we that, help? That, thank you for that input. You know. Yeah. Um, and what I like to add, you know, um, going back to uh, the reproduction discussion, is in 1976 there was a Hyde Amendment that made it illegal for people who get their health insurance through Medicaid to use their insurance to cover abortions, except in a few uh, circumstances, such as uh, rape, incest, or life endangering pregnancy. Um, so. They're not considering that anymore, for what I'm saying. It's just your hard uh, luck. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you know, and, um, low-income people in need of financial assistance to those who receive health care through Medicaid or Medicare, uh, you know, even though um, abortion remains legal, still, you know, becoming out of reach, you know, for <laughs> low-income black and brown people as well. So, um, so you know, it's a it's a lot regarding the uh, uh, abortion rights um, and uh, contraceptives. You know, contraceptives. You know, birth control pill in 1956. Um, America uh, tested 1,500 women in Puerto Rico. Uh, with birth control pills, and they um, they only told them that the drugs prevented pregnancy, not that the drugs were experimental or that they might experience uh, potentially dangerous side effects. And the pills that were used in that particular trial had hormone levels, hormone levels 20 times higher than the birth control pills on the market today. You know, so they had no problems experimenting on those brown people in Puerto Rico. Um, and after that trial and other trials, you know, 
the pills became, you know, they felt that they became safe and effective birth control methods. Uh, and the uh, U.S. Food and Drug Administration approved the sale of the contraceptives uh, in 1960. Um, so it's a it's a it's a lot that goes on, like you know, um, Sister Lucy was saying. Uh, what do we do before Roe versus Wade? You know, so um, I think they, you know, they're trying to take us back. And they say this generation of um, oh, yeah. kids will be the first generation that, you know, might have less rights than the parents. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so it's, um, you know, we have to make sure that we, we get to the polls. And That's we for sure. Have, we have to fight back against all these right-wing attacks. Um, you know, with the gerrymandering, uh, legislating. Um, that's even like here in Michigan. Um, we have uh, laws on the books from 1931 that says that outlaws abortion. <laughs> but we also have laws that said, you know, that uh, if a lady throws her petticoat, which is under her, you know, skirt, makes it big and broad, she throws that on the sidewalk, you know, that's a crime. And it also said, you know, back in 1931, these are laws that are on the books in Michigan. You can't walk your pig on the street without your pig having his nose pierced, you know. So, <laughs> right. So that's, you know, how outdated a lot of these laws are that are still on the books, you know. But um, seven Democratic prosecutors um, here in Michigan said that uh, if, they were to strike down Roe versus Wade that they would not uh, support prosecuting anyone that decided that they wanted to get a, an abortion within the, their jurisdiction, which includes Wayne County and some uh, other counties as well. <clears throat> but then the question was, you know, and the attorney general she, well, the attorney general said she wouldn't pursue prosecution, prosecution either, but you know, she's got an opponent that's, you know, running against her in this next election. Next that, they're going to do it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that is, you know, pro-life. And uh, it's like, okay, what would happen if that attorney general won, even though those seven prosecutors say that they wouldn't uphold it legally? You know, the attorney general really has um, the last uh, thing, authority. Yeah. Yeah, over here, all, over them, you know, in all the jurisdictions in, in Michigan. So that would be um, not good because I heard when you that think the, of House it, and, yeah. the House and the Senate here in Michigan, I mean, the Republicans had that, I, I heard, since the, the 80s. And that's not, I didn't know that, and that wasn't something that I had thought about, but, you know, I heard that the Republicans and House and Senate here in Michigan have run um, those two bodies since the 80s. So that's huh. interesting. Yeah, and it trust is. Her, if you think about it, it's just not going to be the abortion issue. It's going to be the LGBT issue also with all the yep. safeties they have. And the attorney general, what I understand, uh, fixing that, you know, the criteria, you know. And we huh. haven't even talked about voting rights. You know, we still that that's still a bill that hasn't been passed. 
know, even if we were to get, pass all the bills that Biden wanted to do at the federal level, the states are not listening to the federal government anymore. They're not listening. They're not going to do it. They're not going to do it. They want to do what each individual state wants to do. They're not trying. They don't even care about what happens there. You know, uh, the Congress, they're trying to control everything, you know. But for what? Because they're trying to get it at the state level. And at the state level, they get so many states that say we want to change the Constitution. They put together a constitutional Congress to do it. You know, they can do it. Well, I no sure would hate to see that one. That's they they really about a certain amount of states that yeah. they want to change the Constitution. Well, we will be in big dirt or down in a hole. But if you really look at it, if we we have never come out the hole. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> we can't find a hole to come out of it. You know? <laughs> but how can we educate our community? That's my my biggest concern. To for the next generation, how well, can we, we need, bring them up to? You know what we need. Well, they feel that they don't have to listen to us. Go ahead. Well, they need people like my co-host and you. And uh-huh. you go out there. And you go out there and you guys get together and tell them people. They'll listen. Okay. <laughs> you lost me. <laughs> they don't want to listen at all. Just, just, just babysit somebody. Real quiet too. <laughs> <laughs> they just yeah, want to babysit. Yeah. Like a babysitter. Yeah, got... yeah. What yeah. happened? You, know, you Jimmy... didn't hear that one, huh? Yeah, right, Jenny White got kind of deep, you know. <laughs> yes, she did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you when you get too deep for me, bring I just them up the box. You have to sit back and ponder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, you guys, <laughs> you got the voices. And I'm trying to tell oh, yeah, you, yeah, well. I'll, I'll come out and, and support you guys. Well, you know, <laughs> Some committee, I, they asked me to be on when it comes down to two. And I was reading it, you know. Um, I forget what it was. They, somebody, they sent it to my phone in regards to children. Stop doing something. I keep forgetting. But I was thinking of maybe should I try to get up and try to be a part of that. Uh, committee when it comes down to helping the children, some children out. Well, I think, you, uh, to do this. <laughs> you need to be trying yeah, to uh, equip the adults too. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, you know, we have to do something. I mean, you know, I mentor high school seniors, uh-huh. and so, you know, my thing was with them, you know, finding out who was 18 and who was registered to vote and, you know, um, if they were, you know, who was, uh, why did they vote? And, you know, and some of the kids were honest and say, you know, because my parents told me to or, you know, or they didn't know or didn't feel the importance of voting. And so uh, I, you know, thought that that was a great conversation to have yeah. uh, with um, them. And you're and, the right person uh, that can do it. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I do what I can, you know, so because it's important. I mean, we need all hands on deck at this point. Because especially the kids. 
Yeah, especially That's because, true. you know, it's going to be them and their, their children and their grandchildren, you know, um, that's going to be affected by that, you know, and so. But, you know, a lot uh, of them you know, are leaning towards the, uh, the, uh, the right. They're leaning more toward the right. A lot of black uh, young people are leaning toward the right. Yeah, they quit. They said because you he know. worked his plan and, man, he made it, you know, and that's the whole thing. You got to get your stuff across and all of that, whether it was right or wrong, the way he did it, all of that, it don't matter. He got that's his point true. across. They know not this is what, what they're they looking do. at. They know not of what they say. So that's the... What they do, he got his point across. They've got, they've got stuff on him that was fill a, 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 a courtroom full of papers. Wait, mm. That's been wrong, you know. But they made, he worked his game and he made it. And they're yeah, willing to go along yeah. with it. I've heard Not that, really, like that game, know. once he gets in, his game until is to get start, them out. Until they start losing some of their privileges, then they're going to wonder what happened. That is true. Right, and they that don't wonder true. what happened. You know, they want to criticize Biden, you know. For what the problem he, is, too, that, you know, nothing that we have, what have we really gotten under? Well, that's another subject. That's another program. <laughs> like the co-host right. say, that's another program. <laughs> right, right. But what happened, people are just not, happened, what happened under Trump? Don't even start with that, then. That's true, but they don't, they don't want to see it that way. They don't want to see it that way. They, you know, what are we doing? What are we, you know, what have we gained as black people under this president? We gave him our all. What have we really gained? Well, you well, know, he's, he, he's he run up against a lot of opposition. And then when you get, you know, Democrats that vote with the Republicans and, you know, and take away the majority, there's not much you can do. You know, cause uh-huh. you're, kind of, you're kind of operating with, you know, your hands tied behind your back. That's true, like what happened with President Obama. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, that what can you do? That's just like them out. They, they held up Obama's Supreme Court nomination. They, sure they wouldn't do it. They fought him in every single way. It is, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and they did it. And they and they gave it did to it, too. They did it. No one came out to say, no, that's not right. We can't do it that way. Nobody. So, you know, it is what they it were, is. They just, you know, they were, they were very disrespectful to the man during his uh, this time of service, you know. And uh, he did what he could under the executive orders that he did, you know. And but it was after that midterm election that made the difference. Yeah. But anyway, that's like you said, it's another program. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, if we have any other callers that, you know, would like to make a, a last comment before we uh, close this uh, episode of Let's Talk About It with Jenny White Down, you know, press the one, feel free to make your comments, um, you know, regarding uh, how you feel about the uh, Roe versus Wade um, possibility of being struck down and um, constitutional rights of pregnant women being taken away. Um, so that's uh, that's the world we're living in right now. Yeah, yep. And I I think this was a good show. I really very did. good, yeah, yeah. Very good topic, and y'all. It'll make you start thinking too. So, Mr. Co-host, is there anything you'd like to leave us with? 
No, I think I've said it all. I appreciate, you know, everyone that's uh, tuned in. I thank uh, Sister Lucy for, you know, offering her uh, uh, expertise and insight as well. And thank you, Jenny White, very much. Great show. Okay. Miss Lucy, is there anything you want to leave us with? I still want to. I still want to. Every time we, what, the issues that we talk about, I'm still in a, uh, would like for us to, Let's come, see if we can find some positives that and all this is happening, but how can we help ourselves in our community? And I think that's very important. How yes, can, it is. Regardless of all the, you know, the negatives and the frictions and all of this that we're faced with, and we know that basically it's after us. Still, how can we move forward? Move forward in a positive manner within our community to help our children, to help the next generation. That's my biggest prayer. You know, I get up at night a lot of times and I, how can we help our people? How can we, you know, with with the resources we do have, how can we help? I know they were saying that, well, anyway, that's another program, but how can we help within our community and get it across to them? This is needed. Thanks a lot. I, I agree. I agree, and I appreciate you, too. And what I have to say is this. Never worry about who will be offended if you speak the truth. Worry about who will be misled, deceived, and destroyed if you don't. So just think about that a minute. Don't worry about who you offended if you tell it the truth. But worry about the person who will be misled, deceived, and destroyed if you don't. So we ought to all be thinking about how to do and what to do. And I thank you for being here at the Let's Talk About It with Jenny White show. We had a good show. And I thank you for coming, and I thank you for those that listen. I appreciate you, too. And I'd like to say have a great weekend. And this Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Happy Mother's Day. Yeah, you too. And I had a really good card from my son. (laughs) That's beautiful. He said he got it from his mama. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> My son's a duck and me, but that's okay. I'm going to find him. <laughs> okay. Well, you'll see, him on, you'll, you'll see him on Monday. <laughs> oh, tell me about it. Tell me about it. Mama, right, uh, I need some help. <laughs> yes. Okay. Thanks so much. All right, ladies. This has Enjoy been your Mother's Day. The Jenny White Show. And have a good weekend. And tell your moms they are good. And I'll talk to you next weekend. Good night. Thanks very much. Good night.